Okay. But how do we know? How do we know if it's a technical analysis problem? How do we know if it's an emotional problem? How do we know if it was just the market turning around on us? We have to go back, face the obstacles. We have to go back, objectively review our trades. We have to go back and analyze what happened. Because you could have a day, and I've been there, and it took me so long to realize that you can have a day and take three losses. But if you've made every single one of those trades perfect to your trading plan, that is a winning day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth takes center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? Like you're doing all the work, but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. I'm glad to be back here after the Easter long weekend. I hope... Everyone here had a great Easter, got to spend time with family, maybe got away a little bit, did something exciting, chuck some, tell us what you did in the chat, let's see if anyone got away or what you did. I know I'm very, very, very grateful for this Easter. It's, um, as I was saying last week, it's my mum's favourite holiday and she was able to come over here and spend it with me and it was incredible. She's still here, so I got two weeks with my mum right now and I'm super grateful for that. I'm absolutely over the moon, she's getting to hang out with my son and um, getting to catch up properly. That she was here when during the birth, which I was awesome for, which I was very grateful for. But um, you know, he's a bit older now. He's very interactive. He's got his own personality. He's his own self now. So seeing those two playing, and I can actually hear them cackling away in the background, which is absolutely incredible. So I am beyond grateful for family. I'm beyond grateful for transport and and the ability to fly from one side of the world to the other, so that I can see my family. Um, I'm a you know, we have Easter being a representation of new life and I've just had my baby. So we've got new life in our um, family this year and my sister having new life on the way and my best friend just had his baby. So really feeling that Easter spirit of new life and new progression and leveling up and whole new phases of life and chapters beginning. So um, yeah, I'm in a very blissful and grateful state today so chuck your gratitude in the chat i hope you enjoyed your easter as much as i did i know it was fantastic we've got some people saying grateful to be here it was amazing with grandkids and kids last toboggan of the year yeah for those of you in canada i'm sure the snow is starting to melt i've seen a lot of my um ski bum friends posting their spring riding and it's starting to slush up and disappear Four grandkids and three of our kids were here for a few days. Gratitude fills my heart too. Ah, oh, it's lovely. Love to hear that. Glad to see everyone coming rolling in back after that long weekend. I'm grateful for family time together, for clarity and authentic conversation. So I love hearing that authentic conversation. It does make a difference. We can get down to those deep and meaningfuls quicker. I think it really progresses relationships. So glad you're getting onto that. Now, today... There's a few things that I want to sort of discuss, um, and we're going to lead into it with the old parable. Well, not not a parable. It's a it's actually biomimicry. So 
if anyone knows, um, I was an engineer before this and I did a lot into biomimicry and that is basically taking nature, understanding it and copying it and um, basically implementing the way nature has developed over time um, in an engineering state. So I really like this concept. Biomimicry was something that really opened my eyes up and I'm a bit of a hippie, a bit of a naturalist. I love getting my hands in the dirt and being one with nature and and this really was a connecting point between my engineering background and my, I guess, hippiness. Um, and so I really found a lot of life lessons and a lot of, um, I suppose, gratitude, but a lot of in-depth observations, I guess, whenever I'm out now and being having an engineering mind and, and being in nature quite a lot, I'm, I always look and observe and watch and see what can we take away from this? What can we learn? And today I want to share with you the story. Um, and then I'll get into how I've utilized this in a way that um, can allow me to progress further in 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 life and in trading. So you may have heard of this before, and I think actually um, Morris, when he was on just a couple of months back, he shared this story with us as well. And I think it's quite profound, but it's about the buffalo and the cow. And it's about the buffalo mindset. So if you've heard it, chuck some ones in the chat. If you haven't, um, listen in. But basically... Buffaloes and cows are very similar animals, but there is one huge difference. And this can be observed in nature where if a storm comes rolling through, um, what a cow tends to do is they will feel the winds, they will feel everything coming, they'll see the, cl the clouds drawing um, overhead, and they start to walk away. They start to run away from the, the, the storm, they start to get away from where the chaos and the energy and all that the airflow is, and they start to head in the exact opposite direction. I mean, the exact same direction as the storm. So they start to move, let's say, west to east. And as the storm comes through, what happens is it starts raining down. And these cows, <clears throat> they're moving along with the storm. And what's happening is this storm is just sitting on top of them. And so they're in the storm for a lot longer. Their decisions and choices that they made um, ended up with them sitting in the storm and the ugliness and the chaos and the wet and everything for much longer than what a buffalo does. And what a buffalo does is when they see a storm, say it comes rolling over the mountains and they see the, the winds and the, the rain, they actually head straight at the storm and they sprint. They run as fast as they can into the storm and straight through it. And so what happens is the buffalo is inside this storm for such a short period of time because it faces its, the storm head on. It runs straight into it. And before you know it, it's out the other side. Whereas the cow turns and runs away from the storm, runs away from the problems, runs away from the issues. And then they end up sitting in turmoil, sitting in this storm and trying to have to fight it as it, as it sort of goes along with them. So the moral of this story is have a buffalo mindset and run straight at your problems, run straight at the issues and run, run straight at your obstacles. Because if you can get the mindset of hitting your issues head on and dealing with them as they come at you, you will get through them faster, you'll become stronger, and you'll get learn a lot more lessons. And this is where observing nature can be really profound because watching how these animals behave and how they respond and the issues they go through can help us in real life. And I think it's very, very important to take this into consideration because so many of us in life we spoke about fixed and growth mindset. So many of us in life, they, we make choices and these choices have certain outcomes and they end up giving us either 
one path or the next. And we have to deal with every single choice we make and we have to live with those choices. But I think what a lot of humans do is they run away from it. They make a decision and they run away. People who are overweight, they make excuses. They go, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough diet. I don't have money for this. And we sort of make choices and then run from them. We run away. We try to ignore them and procrastinate. But if we hit them head on and look at the exact cause and go straight at them, we can deal with these issues really quick. And the book that I'm reading at the moment, um, ah, Bruce Lee's one, Be Like Water, My Friends, they talk about the concept of cozying up to the obstacle. And I really like this, this concept, cozy up to your obstacles. Because what happens is if, if you're trying to attack something and an obstacle comes at you, rather than running around, get right in close and see what you can learn. And now this is really, really prevalent in, in trading. All right. Chuck some ones in the chat. If you've had a trading day and it hasn't gone so well, and at the end of the day, you slam the laptop down or shut your computer and say, fuck this, I'm out of here and run away. <laughs> One. <laughs> yeah. Straight away, immediately, right? Um, it, you're not alone. I used to do this for so long. Okay. And if you've been in this situation, you can see it, you know how frustrating it is. When you're going at trading and something's come up and these, you know, you might get emotional or you take a bad a loss or, you know, you have a, a, a streak of losses and you just get the emotions coming up. You get frustrated and you respond, you react, sorry, you react quickly. And most of the time when we hit our daily loss, we're just frustrated. We leave and we don't want to deal with it. But I can guarantee you with 100% certainty that your true and fastest growth will come from those days, but only when you cozy up to the obstacles, you cozy up to the issues and you hit your obstacles and the storm head on. By all means, if you have an emotional um, streak in your body, take time away, get up, go calm down, try and reset, try and reduce your emotions, but you must come back and hit those obstacles head on. Look at the charts, look at the trades, Look at the obstacles that you've come across during that session and learn from them. Cozy up to them. Understand why you made those. Understand, were they emotional? Were they logical? Is it a trading analysis issue or is it an emotional issue? I can guarantee 90% of them are going to be an emotional issue. That's just human the way humans work. But don't run away. Don't be the cow that slams the computer down and just runs because you're never going to deal with it. You're going to continue to take these lessons. You're going to continue to sit in the turmoil and pain of the losses for a longer period of time if we just run away. Okay. Just going to read some of the chat here because we got some. I, I got huge clarity from your last podcast too. Shifting my perspective on my language was use the language I was using while trading and being an emotional trader. Yes. So that's super important, the language you're using. And I'm actually going to talk later in the week about the power of the word yet. Um, but we'll get onto that, maybe even get onto it this session. We'll see. My goal is no F-bombs this week, which will happen. If I follow my trading plan, my obstacle, not following what I know and take trades that are more like gambling. Yeah, so there's definitely a difference between gambling and um, taking logical-based trades. And I've been there before. And F-bombs, I'm a big fan of, of an F-bomb, but I know that the reason I use it is when I'm emotional. And so for me, that's a we talk about this a bit on the podcast, pattern interruption and pa pattern recognition and pattern interruption. And um if I start swearing at the computer, I know that I'm now emotional. It's not logical. Um, and therefore, I know that I need to leave and pattern recognize swearing, interrupt, getting up and leaving or 
something else that can um, stop me from trading because I know that as soon as my my language slides, then so does my trading. So it's really good to observe that and notice it. And I thanks for sharing it in the chat because I think this is a, a key aspect. Is um, and if you've heard the podcast before, we talk about the self narrative and the way you talk about yourself to yourself when you're by yourself, and the self narrative that you create. Uh, definitely has an influence on your behaviors and your thoughts and and the patterns that you you do both in trading and not in trading. So if we can go back and look at that self-narrative and understand, okay, what are we doing? What is our thoughts? What is our behaviors? And what are our actions? And if our actions and thoughts and behaviors align with swearing, getting emotional and running away, how can we curve that? How can we cozy up to the obstacles? And how can we return objectively and take the lessons? Because anyone can make a mistake on the chart. Like it's almost guaranteed that you will make mistakes and anyone can take losses and we cannot associate ourselves with our loss or our wins. To be perfectly honest, it's probability based. The outcome is unknown. What we do know is ways that we can incorporate ways that we can things that we can incorporate so that we can reduce risk if it goes against us. And so we can maximize gains when it goes with us. Okay. And we also want to have our edge, which tells us that probability speaking, this turns out profitable more times than it turns out in a loss. Okay. But how do we know? How do we know if it's a technical analysis problem? How do we know if it's an emotional problem? How do we know if it was just the market turning around on us? We have to go back, face the obstacles. We have to go back, objectively review our trades. We have to go back and analyze what happened because you could have a day and I've been there and it took me so long to realize that you can have a day and take three losses. But if you've made every single one of those trades perfect to your trading plan, that is a winning day. It just so happens that it's not your day. If every single one of those three trades that you take matches your trading plan perfectly and you managed it according to how your trading plan says, even if you take three losses, that shouldn't be seen as a loss. That should be seen as a victory because you're trading with discipline, you're trading with consistency, and you're trading your trading plan, which is the whole objective of this game. It's not how much money did you make. It's not how much profit did you make. It's how many times consecutively can you trade to your trading plan. And by doing so, That'll result in profitable trades, profitable dates, profitable weeks, profitable year, long-term profitability. Check some ones in the chat if that's making sense so far. I need a drink. One, one. Okay, cool. So as I was saying, we, we can go back and look at these obstacles. We have to decide, was there a technical analysis thing? Was there emotional analysis? Because sometimes you might take a trade. And there's three different ways that I see people taking trades. And let's say the outcomes. Way one is you don't know what you're doing and you're not completely sure of your strategy and you're just entering with an unknown, um, with unknown reasoning and you don't have enough of the facts. Now, this is usually the first phase of trading where you're coming, you're learning and everyone's going to go through this and there's nothing wrong with that. You can, if you don't know, go back and learn the material, you know, does my tra trading strategy go with this or does it not? Then you'll get to a stage where you know the strategy well, well enough, but you're still making mistakes. But you're only making mistakes because of the emotions and you're being completely driven by emotion. You're like, ah, I know this isn't 100% to what I want to do, but it's good enough. And we spoke about this briefly is where you get to a level where you start to learn. And then if your mindset's good, you'll actually progress really quickly. But then you'll get to a level where you have the knowledge 
and your mindset's not there, and then you start actually outsmarting yourself and your results are going to go down. And you can see this by newbie traders coming in and having a hot streak straight away because it doesn't actually take any skill to get in a winning trade. You can get in a winning trade at any point at any time with zero knowledge. That is what trading's about, and that's why it's so hard to become successful because we cannot disassociate from the fact that this is a probability-based outcome and we are not we are not um we are not our outcomes basically let's say that so by going back and analyzing was it a technical analysis trade error where i just don't know enough and i need to go back and earn enough uh, learn some more now like i said depending on where you are at your trading that's very plausible was it an emotional based trade where i do know enough and i'm actually justifying my mistakes and this is the problem with with mistakes that you make at this level is more often than not, you will have a legitimate reason or a legitimate excuse that you can give yourself. And this is this is the crutch point, is when you know enough that you can actually justify your mistakes. You go, oh, but this and this and this and this. Yeah, that is true. But deep down, you know that actually that doesn't follow my trading plan. So really at this point in time, you're only lying to yourself. And no one can help you here but you if you're in this situation. And I know because I've been in this situation. I've been in the situation where I take a loss and I'm like, oh, but why did I lose that trade? It does this and this and this. And I'm like, yeah, Jake, you're right. That does do X, Y, Z. But it also has a really shitty risk to reward. You know that you're overtrading. It's too far away from the EMA. So there's three reasons right there why you shouldn't do it. So while you do have a list of reasons why you should, you're also intentionally ignoring the reasons that you shouldn't enter. Why? Because of emotion. Because I'm either greedy, I'm either frustrated that I lost the trade, I'm revenge trading, X, Y, Z. So these reasons, while legitimate reasons, deep down I know for a fact that I'm lying to myself because I'm not looking at the true fact of why I did why that trade went the wrong way. The true fact was that I was actually emotional. I was frustrated. I really wanted the money back because I just had a loss. And so I chose to ignore the list of things that were actually telling me I shouldn't enter the trade. And I looked only at the things that told me I should enter the trade, which we know over time is not the way we want to do things. We want to look for reasons not to enter a trade rather than reasons to enter a trade, especially with our strategy, because there is multiple entries at multiple times of the day. So the third trade that you can have is you're not emotionally affected by the trade. You did follow your trading plan. It just wasn't your trade. But the problem is it takes a very high level of emotional intelligence and understanding of your um, strategy to observe and acknowledge the third kind of trade. Because the, most people just go, ah, it's a technical analysis. What happened in the market? Why did the market do that? What am I missing? I need to learn more. Or this is bullshit. I'm going to blame someone else. I'm not going to take responsibility. Why do I keep losing? That's the first attitude. The second attitude is, okay, I understand it's my responsibility here and I need to look at my emotions and figure out exactly why I'm revenge trading, why I'm emotionally trading, why whatever it is, that's the journey inside. But then when you get to that level, you can go, oh, this trade actually went the wrong way around. Now that I've lost my emotions and I've reduced back to an objective point of view, I can actually see that I would take this trade again. It just so happened to be that this particular trade was not my trade. The market didn't want to provide me with what I wanted to. There's nothing wrong with it. I did everything I should. It's okay to take a loss. And I think if you're, start, you're able to go back, cozy up to your obstacles, observe those things, look at them, understand them, and go, you know what? This was an okay loss. You can tick it and go, yeah, nothing wrong with having a loss. I think the problem is we're so attuned to going, win is good, loss is bad. If I win, I'm great at this. If I lose, I'm shit at this. If I win, then I'm doing well and I'm going to take off. If I lose, I've got more to more to learn and I've got no idea you know, why 
I haven't got profits. So we really need to differentiate the fact that this is a probability probabilities game. You are not the outcome of your trades. You are your ability to follow your trading plan. If you have discipline and the ability to follow that trading plan to a T, the results will come. But when you get emotional and when you can't follow your trading plan and when you chop and change all the time and when you start to blame yourself for every single loss, like don't get me wrong, if you're losing a lot, then go learn either about yourself or about the strategy. I'm not saying that you can go, oh, that was meant to be like that and just take loss after loss after loss. But there are ways that you can observe and objectively review and understand each and every trade on three different levels. Well, I believe. And this is why it's important to go back because say you've had one of those days where you've taken two losses and you're like, oh, I'm shit at this. This sucks. I'm slamming my laptop down. Oh, why do I lose? And then you come back and you act, and you don't come back and objectively review. Then you just think that you're a bad trader and that your strategy is not good. And then you take those emotions into the next day. But if you can come back and go, hmm, all right, let's look at these. What happened? Actually, in this moment, that did follow my trading plan. That's exactly, you know what? I would trade this again. There's nothing wrong. It was just, it was just an unlucky trade. Not a problem. I can take that one off. This one, okay, I noticed there was a bit of emotion. I kind of jumped into it a bit too quickly because I just lost the first one. But it's actually also following my trading plan pretty closely, except maybe this one part of my trading plan. So maybe if I wasn't that emotional, I would have noticed that and I wouldn't have taken the second trade. So rather than getting so mad and beaten up on yourself, you've now understood because you've head gone straight into the storm, you've faced your demons, you've attacked and cozied up to your obstacles, you've gone, actually, I do know what the fuck I'm doing. All I did was get a little bit emotional there and it made me miss this little thing here. So if I can pattern recognize when I feel that FOMO and know that that actually makes me miss looking at the TDI, for example, then you can start to go, hang on, last time I did this, I got an unlucky trade and then I got emotional and then I stopped looking at the TDI. This time I got an unlucky trade. Am I able to emotionally bring myself down and keep looking at the TDI and do my analysis properly? Yes, I can. I can keep trading. How do I know that? Because last time when I was super frustrated and I thought I was just shit, I actually went and observed and realized that the truth was it was just an unlucky trade. And then I had a bit of emotion, which I can now work on. Does this make sense to people? I know it's a bit of an interesting concept to grasp your head around, but I can guarantee that when you turn back and face the storm and just go back and objectively review these trades and look at why they happened, and maybe even like I'm thinking about this as I'm saying it, but maybe even categorize them into one of those three levels. Is this a technical analysis issue? Is this an emotional analysis issue? Or was this just an unlucky trade? And if you can go back and spot trades that you say, I would take this trade again every day of the week, then you're fucking winning, okay? Because that was a huge step for me when I went back and I was like, okay, let's face this horrible day on the charts. And I went back and there was four trades and I was like, you know what? That trade I would take again any day, and I can happily say that. The second trade I would take again, and I can happily say that. The third trade, I can clearly see that was an emotional trade. I know why that was happening, because I took two losses and I should have maybe stopped there. But then the fourth trade, I broke even. Why? Well, it was actually a good trade, but because I was emotional from the three losses, I didn't manage it properly. And so I went into it okay, but then my management issues had emotion behind them because of my three losses. Actually, I didn't trade that bad that day. And I was able to turn around and go, I would take that trade again. And it was a huge step forward for me, a huge one, because it showed me that I wasn't my outcomes. I wasn't a shit trader. I was a bit emotional, which I've always known I am. That's just who I am. And that's what I'm working on. And that's why I've got these podcasts to help other people who are very emotional traders. 
But in actual fact, if I didn't take that third emotional trade, then I would have been able to manage my second trade better. And overall, I probably would have ended up break even or even a little bit up. But now I observe that it was just unlucky from those two. And I was emotional for the third one. And if I can remove that, the day would have been completely different. And the more you start to observe this, the more you realize. So that first trade that I just missed because I was fearful actually would have given me more than enough for the day to stop and call it quits. And then I wouldn't have entered this second average trade and this third average trade. But you don't know that unless you go back and objectively review the things. And even times where you're looking at the chart, and I've been here where I'm looking at the chart, and I'm like, oh, this is a good trade, and I'm hovering over it, and I'm like, I'm not 100% certain to, let's not. I'll go back and add them to the review. Okay, write down the time. Where did I have my finger over the trigger? 447. All right, let's have a look at that trade. Why was I nervous? Why was I unsure? Should I have been more decisive on this trade? Was I right to hesitate? What would have happened if I had have taken this trade? How would I have managed that? And what would that have done to the following trades? Okay, I had a losing day, but if I had have been more decisive and taken this trade, which I was hesitant on, I wouldn't even need to sit here and take the second, third trade. Okay? We have to look at trading as probability. Trading results are so random. You cannot control them. All you can control is how you respond to what happens on the charts. And this is super important. And I'll leave this podcast with this. We have to respond and not react. Do not react. You must respond. Response comes from understanding and knowledge and discipline. React comes from emotion and just lashing out basically. And we'll go in, I'm actually going to go into this um, more in, in the next episode, I think, the difference between reacting and responding and how important it is that we must discipline our mind to respond and not to react. Okay, does anyone have any questions on that? The whole point of this is to cozy up to your obstacles, have the buffalo mindset, face the struggles head on, and get through them faster, shorter. And sometimes it might seem more painful, but I can guarantee that most of the time it's going to be less painful when you just go, right, this is the issues. Let's get at it. All right. So we've got no questions on that. I'm going to wrap it up there. Give you a couple of minutes to go through, head on over to the trading call. Um, make sure you go through your trading plan. Make sure you go through your why. Make sure you go through all the stuff. If you have your trading journal, make sure you go through everything at the start of that. And to those listening on the podcast, I will see you on Thursday. Um, but to our traders, let's head on over and hopefully we can have a great start to the week. All right. Thanks, everybody. I'll speak to you later. Bye.